Hey, and welcome back once again to Ancient Ways for Modern Days. My name is Mike Freeman, and today we are going to look at the the uh, result of those we saw yesterday who are lovers of self, lovers of pleasure, lovers of money instead of lovers of God. What we find is that they end up having this form of godliness, this appearance of godliness. They, they masquerade as those who are connected with God, but they deny its power. There's no real power for life change, for salvation, for, um, for repentance. And Paul instructs, instructs Timothy, and through that instructs us today, to avoid such people. Well, what are the actions, what are the strategies of this kind of person? Well, let's look at the next text in 2 Timothy 3, picking up in verse 6. It says, For among them are those who creep into households, and capture weak women, burdened with sins, and led astray by various passions, always learning and never able to arrive at a knowledge of the truth, just as Janus and Jambres opposed Moses. So these men also opposed the truth, men corrupted in mind and disqualified regarding the faith. But they will not get very far, for their folly will be plain to all, as it was to those two men. Some interesting things are taught here. Let's back up to verse 6. It says, For among them, these people who have a, a form, an appearance of godliness, but deny its power, deny the gospel, says they creep into households. And it says they capture weak women. This doesn't mean that they lay hold of them and put them in chains physically, but rather they deceive them. Now, this term weak women, what, what does it have in mind? Well, Fortunately, it defines these weak women for us. It says, A weak woman is someone who is burdened with sins, led astray by various passions, always learning and never able to arrive at a knowledge of the truth. He, this is the description of the, the weak woman that Paul has in mind. First of all, she is burdened with sins. She has a guilty conscience. She has not come to Christ for forgiveness. She's thinking that there's something more, something else, something, something different than a trust in Jesus and his death and resurrection alone. So she's burdened with her sins. This creates a vulnerability, a weakness that a false teacher can take advantage of. Secondly, she's led astray by various passions. She's given to her sin. She is given to her sin uh, maybe sexually, maybe sin that is pride and vanity, maybe a sin that is a, a worry instead of a trust in God and his sovereign hand. She is vulnerable because she is not trusted in the gospel. And so she's, she's burdened and then she's led astray by these various passions. She does not have the power of God in her that comes with redemption and the spirit of God dwelling in her. And so as a result, she's always learning and never able to arrive at a knowledge of the truth. And she might go to countless Bible studies. She might listen to all sorts of different teachers. But in this, because she doesn't have the gospel filter for all teaching, well, she, she's always learning all these new and novel ideas. All these novel ideas that we see in our world today, even critical race theory and, and gender studies and all these different ideas, but they're actually not based on the sound teaching of God's word. And so this is a woman who is vulnerable. Now, I'd argue that you don't just see this in women. I, I think that we see this in men today as well. Men who have similar characteristics, they, they are burdened with their sin. They, they don't actually have the gospel, and so they don't have a clear conscience in Christ. 
They're led astray by various passions, some of the same ones we mentioned earlier. They're always learning, but never able to come to a knowledge of the truth. So just as Janice and Jomber supposed Moses, tradition says these are Egyptian men, uh, likely in the court of Pharaoh, who did the miraculous signs that Moses did. They, they did similar signs as Moses, and they potentially deceived the people of Israel in the Exodus. Not exactly uh, certain if this is the case, but this is what tradition says. And so the result is these men, they opposed truth. They, they were corrupted in mind and disqualified regarding the faith. They were not true men of God. But here's what Paul says, that they will not get very far. For their folly will be plain to all, as it was of those two men. Ultimately, there will come a reckoning when their folly, their sinful lifestyle, their false teaching will become clear to all. We see this throughout history as there have been those who have had a unique false teaching and they have, they have deceived the church into following those false teachings. And in time, it's become clear that they actually were not living a godly life. They were sexually uh, immoral. They were swindlers financially. They were crooked when it came to the way that they would embezzle and steal. And they, they deceived for their own ends. Now, church history is it's full of examples of these kind of people who would teach falsely, not teaching the true gospel. And in doing so, they prey on those who are weak, who are burdened with guilt, who know a lot of Bible but don't know the core truth of the Bible, that are led astray by their passions. And so they're looking for something to, to ease their, their conscience. And they look in all different places instead of looking to the true gospel instead of looking to Christ, who is the mediator who died once and for all to pay the price for our sins. Brother or sister, if this text describes you in any way, if you find yourself as one who, as the text says, is burdened with your sins, you're, you're led astray by passions, you find yourself giving to sin, you feel like you're always learning, you're always looking for a new exciting teaching, but you you feel like you don't quite have it yet, if that's you, look to Jesus. Look to the author and perfecter of faith. Look to the one who was crucified after living a perfect life, who was resurrected. If you look to him, your sins are forgiven. If you look to him, you find power in his spirit for godliness. If you looked at him, you find the true knowledge of the word of God as the spirit will illuminate your mind as you read the word. And you don't need all of these crazy new teachings. You just need the pure word of God. Look to Christ. And this is our ancient way for our modern day.